Coming up, our most anticipated games of 2020. Get ready to refill your hit points. Welcome back, everybody, to Hit Points Podcast. I am Matt Acevedo, joined, as always, by my amazing co-host, Emily Rose Jacobson. Hello! And Naeem Stewart. I'm, I'm, I'm chewing, uh, you know, some beef jerky. You sound a little soft <laughs> over here, Naeem. I don't know if, I don't know if it's soft for anyone else. But oh, I'm sorry. There you are. There Real it is. Yeah. Real soft. And, guys, we are joined today by an amazing friend, a super talented, super incredible gamer, and, not you know, okay at magic. Uh, so <laughs> he Oh, my gosh. Wow. wow. Uh, thanks. Thanks, That's Randy. real nice. What? Insult the guests, Matt. <laughs> I, uh, I don't get offended. It's not part of my personality, so, you know. Yeah, you say whatever you want to me. That's fine. And we all know that no one's <laughs> worse than Zach, so. It's, That's you know, true. Yeah. yeah. He's actually the worst. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's won a game of Commander since we started playing, so. Yeah, I don't think he has either. No, he, he won one, I think. But you weren't here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to, like, somehow hear this and just run down these stairs and burst through that door. (laughs) (laughs) Just his ears are burning. Dude, thank you so much for joining us, though. Thanks for having me. Yeah. 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 Uh, To get started, I actually wanted to ask you, what is your earliest, like, the first earliest memory of, like, gaming? Like, either a game you beat or a game you experienced with someone. Like, what is the first thing that, like, you remember as a gamer? So the very first games I played, this is – Gonna make me sound older than I am. I think we're on the Commodore 64. Mm. Um, so I've been really technically a PC gamer since I was a little kid. Um, but the first game that I remember playing myself was the original Prince of Persia. Like oh the, like, yeah, side-scrolling one. And that game was tough. I actually recently. Okay, so <laughs> short story. Um, there's this level that I never beat as a kid. <coughs> Where you have to fight like a mirror version of yourself. Do you, did you ever play the original one? I never got. I did, and I was very bad at it. Yeah. So <laughs> I like. I mean, I wasn't good at it either, but I would just play and play as I until I progressed further, and then so you get to this level where you have to fight like a mirror version of yourself. Yeah. yeah. Every time you stab him, he like does damage to you. So I was always like, oh, I'm screwed because I don't have more health than him. Like that must be the only way to beat it. Okay. So. Fast forward to, I want to say, 2017 or 2018, I was at CoxCon. Jesse Cox has this convention that he does in uh, Telford, uh, England. And so we're at the convention, and I'm telling this exact same story, and I'm like, yeah, never beat Prince of Persia. And this guy in the audience stands up because we're, like, doing, like, a question and answer thing. He goes, I don't have a question. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that all you have to do to beat that part is walk into yourself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, like, oh, my mind my was blown. Gosh. <laughs> I like could have beaten it. It could have been the first game I ever beat it. But that's some Kojima mind game right there, mm-hmm. man. You just walk into yourself and you like merge, and then that's it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Never beat it. The whole time. The <laughs> it only was there. enemy. Yes, it was within you the whole time. Well, that's uh, a great memory, man. Yeah. And if you had to choose one game, right, that you like, that you've you ha- the one game that you could like. And that's the only game you can play for the rest of your life. What game would you pick? Um, my headset cut out. I don't know if that means that it's not on. Is it still getting levels? Yeah. I still, I still hear I you. Okay, cool. Um, so one game to play for the rest of my life. 
So if you had asked me this question in 2012, the answer would have definitely been Dota 2. Mm. There was definitely a point in my life where I actually thought the words to myself, I wouldn't care if this was the only game that existed. Yeah. Uh, it's just like such a dynamic game. Every game feels the same. There's so many different combinations of like heroes you could put on a team and items you could put on a hero. The game is very like free flowing and like there's like uh, this pro player is like quoted as saying like in Dota anything's possible and it's like of the competitive games out there I think it's so true like there's no there's no like true meta to, I mean there is a meta to the game for sure but like you could come up with something to counter it without yeah, yeah. the game even changing very much at all um, and, and like the thing that I liked about it over like playing any other MOBA was that like any character in the game could be like a carry any character in the game could be played as a support and that kind of thing so yeah uh, that's awesome Dota 2 would have been my answer I don't really play the game anymore so if I was to answer as 2020 Matt Sohinki <laughs> um I don't know I think I think I would uh I think I'd just go with Magic the Gathering just like MTG Arena or MTG like MTG Arena and the, also, I've been playing a game lately called Hunt Showdown, which, uh, that, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd say that one. The only downfall to that game is it, it's much more fun to play with other people. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, that actually leads us into a great segue into what we've been playing. And it sounds like you've been playing a lot of Hunt Showdown. Uh, I know that, like, you've tweeted about that game a lot. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, how are you still enjoying it? They're, like, giving you updates and stuff, right? Yeah, the game, the developers are really good about constantly updating it. And that was, like, part of, like, the whole thing where they, like, I feel like they're one of the very few people that have done early access correctly. Where it's, like, here's the game. It's finished enough, but it's not finished. Like, it's it's polished. It looks good and everything, but it's definitely not done. So, like, help us develop it. And they got it to a point where they felt like, okay, it's strong enough that we can say it's officially out, it's released. And But they still regularly update the game. They've been working really hard on uh, getting the game to console. So it's been on Xbox for a while, and it's coming to PS4, I want to say, next month. Um, oh, so, that's great. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the console community apparently is, is pretty good, like, driving and stuff you know so yeah. um it's uh it's just really fun i don't yeah. know if you played the game at all but yeah we used to back when we were working at hyper me and i we we streamed it here at hyper and it's really fun to stream and i think we were playing the early access mm -hmm. yeah. um and i remember like you get to the very end you'd kill that big monster and it's like oh i see the exit and someone's just camping there the whole time mm -hmm. waiting for you to get to that exit and just pings you and like, no! so they've <laughs> added in like anti camping stuff oh, that nice. like yeah. like lets you like camping is still a viable strategy in the game but you're not going to just get away with it for free type thing so like for example if someone was like you know there's like the exit carriage or whatever yeah if someone is camping near it the horses will be like going crazy so it's like you know someone's in the vicinity um they are adding in something right now where you know you have like the dark vision to find the clues and everything. Yeah. So if you're near the boss compound and you scan it, uh, and players are inside the boss compound, it'll like it'll like flash red and it has like angry whispers. So it's like there's you can tell there's people nearby. So it's like they wanted to make it less viable but still a viable strategy because it was like too strong then to just camp. It was somewhere. so OP, man. Yeah. Back then, because <laughs> you, know. you like the the boss is not. And there's also the campers who would like take the kill of the boss, like mm. wait for it to get like down mm -hmm. to like you know the end, and then just strike. Take it. Mm. Like, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people people used to find ways to like actually just camp inside the boss room while it was still alive. Like 
they've fixed it now, but back then there were these like dead zones where you would could be in the room and you wouldn't aggro the boss. Yeah. So you'd just start fighting the boss and someone would shoot you with a shotgun and you'd be like, oh, cool. Well, yeah. That was fun. At the same time, I did like that. It was kind of like uh, it felt realistic, like in a real, you know, a post-apocalyptic world like that. Oh, for sure. People would be doing things like that, and you know? the most compelling parts of the game to me are, like, how the AI interact while you're fighting with other players because, like, they're very much attracted to sound the way you'd expect they would be. So, like, you'll be, like, f shooting out with another player and all of a sudden this, like, pack of hellhounds will come and start attacking you and you got to, like, deal with these angry <laughs> hell monsters attacking you while you're getting shot at from this other direction. And it's, like... I remember my very first time playing the game. It was like the time that where I was like, "This is my favorite game ever." Yeah. <laughs> was I was like, uh, I'm like tracking all the clues down because like the way the game works is you like you could the boss is just randomly on the map and you could find it by luck just by going to the first place. But if you find three clues, it'll just tell you where the boss is. So we like find the three clues. We go and we find where the boss is and we hear like someone's fighting the spider monster. There's like a couple different monsters. One of them is this giant spider that has like a weird human head inside its mandibles. Oh, yeah. cool. That's nasty. Yeah. So <laughs> I just remember like I'm like sneaking up. I have a shotgun and I like open the door to the compound and I see like these two players in there and like one of them turns to shoot me and the spider like tackles him to the ground and like while he's on the ground the spider's like eating him I just like shoot him <laughs> in the face and I was like this is the best game ever. this is the best game of all time clearly oh my gosh that's awesome that's man. good and that's yeah that sounds like it's a really good blend of AI multiplayer yeah. AI mm -hmm. yeah, yeah it's like I, I call it zombie escape from Tarkov it's like a simulation slash weird zombie game but it's there's nothing like it right now Heck yeah, so, man. Mm -hmm. Well, Naeem, what have you been playing, man? We got to get back into Hunt Showdown when it comes to PlayStation because that sounds great. Same game. I think it didn't make, like, uh, Zach rage quit at one point or? Zach always That raged. sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was ch chased by a turkey. Yeah, yeah. He quitted. He was so. killed. Killed <laughs> by a turkey and yeah. he Far Cry? Right? Far yeah, Far Cry 5, yeah. Yeah, I know Zach and Lucas used to play it. So. Yeah, yeah, we used to do these uh, <laughs> role play things <laughs> we where Lucas was this guy, this cannibal, but he would like act like a tour guide and like, <laughs> it I was one so funny. I was like a youth pastor, like, <laughs> like I was like, oh, we're gonna have a great well, time. That's like, the fun <laughs> thing is like the game has like VoIP, so it's like you, there's like proximity voice chat, so yeah. it's like some people would like role play and stuff. Like, yeah, I remember uh, one of my most funny experiences was like. Everyone knew that everyone was at the boss, but no one was really moving. And then all of a sudden, this guy over the microphone just started playing Country Roads. <laughs> and it was like, during the gunfight, it's like like the gunfight breaks out, and it's just like to the tune of Country Roads. And then like all of a sudden, like halfway through the fight, it just shuts off because you know you just like got shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh, yeah, revisit that, dude. Yeah, definitely revisit that. Man, what have you been playing, man? Um, I, I haven't really been able to play much, like – I haven't passed because I've been really busy at work. <laughs> but I mean, the, what little games I've played is or game is. You had a day uh, off on Monday, right? From my main job, but I wasn't. What was I doing Monday? It's been so much. It was yesterday. Oh my god! I oh. Just... oh yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I That's was. That's how busy. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I, had, it, I do I a lot of running it. around, and then I was here at Hyper for oh, the Colock. Right. Um, but. I got to play a little bit of Witcher 3, just continue on playing that, hey, of course. Um, and I mean, I've already beaten it, of course, but I still love that game. Two bits. But, uh, yeah, just ex just exploring, just being introduced again to the story and just experiencing the uh, the lore behind it and whatnot. But I haven't gotten, like I said, to play as much as I wanted to, so, uh, yeah. yeah, it sucks. Dang. But I, I really want to play Kakarot. 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So bad. I've been watching. So, like, the good parts of that game seem really good. And yeah. And the bad parts of that game seem really boring. Yeah. 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 Um, but. It seems like a Bandai Nam, like Namco thing. Like, I feel like they. They have high moments in a lot yeah. of their games, mm-hmm. but they just always fall short. Yeah. They don't yeah. know how to keep that momentum going. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still yeah. going to buy it. <laughs> Let me know how it is. <laughs> they do the opening. They do uh, Chala. I know. Chala. Yeah. Uh, but I, I basically heard that it's like if you just skip the side quests, you'll have like a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that kind of bums me out, though. It's like <laughs> yeah. a game because I'm like, I love side quests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, it's still like somewhere around 40 to 60 hours on the main story. Whoa. Mm. Yeah. Like Dang. something like that. But it could be like 100 plus if you did all the side quests. Dang, RPG. that's awesome, though. Mm-hmm. And Emily, what have you been up to? I, know, I think I know what you've been up to. I think I know what you've been up to, too, oh, Max. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking about it nonstop. Um, well, I, uh, I was playing Witcher. Until a little RPG, or not a, a little, a, a good RPG dropped uh, this past weekend, which is Tokyo Mirage Sessions F Sharp E Encore. That's the most Japanese thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It yep, really, yep. it really is. It's basically, it's from, it's from Atlas. Yep. And it basically is, what if Persona was Persona, but with Fire Emblem characters? Okay. And that's the game. And so they're not called Personas, they're called Performas. It's great. <laughs> Which I guess is just like performa, it's, it's like like perform. It's like a slang way of saying perform. Anyways, performance. It's yeah. it's I super know that fun. It's I love it. It's a really good RPG. It's, it's got so really good. really great animation. Yeah. Um. It is not dubbed, but. Basically, this, the version you get on the Switch is just English translation, which I think is fine. Yeah. And the combat is it's really so fun. fun. The combat rotates like the t- turn style rotates depending on who the care who's fighting next. Oh, interesting. So you're not always gonna be facing like say you attacked the say you're playing as like the main guy and you attack the enemy that's in front of you. It then rotates to like Subasa, but that enemy is not in front of you. That's like to your left. So you have to figure out okay which enemy was that. But it's like turn based still. Yeah, it's still turn based. Okay. And there's the things uh, that in, in the combat where you want to like try. And call uh, create something session called sessions, combos. session combos, where it's like, <laughs> say I have a sword, like I'm attacking with a sword, and if someone else has like a sword attack, oh, um, the, it'll bring them into the session to combo into that. But if oh, I also have like an elemental attack, like say I use sword with like fire, maybe like one of my characters has a sword and one of my other characters has a fire attack, it'll still chain. Like in like well they'll get to attack as well that on that cool. same turn yeah and they're called sessions and it's a really really fun uh fun uh like turn-based RPG. Yeah, and it really it blends if you're per, if you're familiar with the Persona games, it blends kind of the Persona um, elemental weaknesses. Mm-hmm. It blends those uh, that kind of fighting style with the Fire Emblem uh, item weakness yep. uh, as a gameplay as well. So not only are you going to have enemies that are weak to certain like lance or sword or magic, mm-hmm. but then they're also going to be weak to certain types of magic, or they're mm-hmm. going to be resistant to certain resistant to certain type of uh, types of magic. So yeah. I've never personally played a Persona game, but I feel like, tell me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. it feels like Persona 5 brought like a ton of people to the series. Like Persona 5 brought me to the series. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Like Absolutely. most people, like at least the Western audience, like had not really touched Persona that much. I know they would always be promoting it at E3, and I'd be like, what the heck is this game? <laughs> yeah. But uh, Persona 5 seems to have been like the gateway for a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. I think it has to do in turn with like the premise of Persona 5 and basically like it's about heists. The whole entire game is a heist like film mm-hmm. down to like the switch and bait. That's cool. Each each palace that you go or each kind of like 
level that you go into is where you would conduct a heist. So a castle or a pyramid or a casino. Mm. And then each of the characters are heist archetypes. So you've got like the main person. You've got the driver. You've got the actor. It, it just dives down into that genre so well. And then it does the kind of slice of life stuff pretty well. There's certain times where you're playing that game. And you want to go out, you're like, I want to go out and level myself up because you can, like, do things after school that will increase certain skills or mm. increase relationships that will increase certain skills or you can have a love interest in that game. Um, and all of a sudden your cat will be like, I think you're tired for, like, half of the days. Your cat, <laughs> you're like, your cat will be like, no, we got to go get some rest. It's been a long day. It's like, I did nothing today except watch, like, five cutscenes. Like, let me go out and go to the batting <laughs> yeah, yeah, pages. Yeah. <laughs> let me improve my gut. So um, what's the difference? So is... I know there's like Persona Arena, and it's like a fighting game. Is it the characters that are from oh. the other games? I never got into Arena. I, I've never even heard of Arena. Same. I've I'm heard pretty of sure. I'm pretty sure it's like Persona. I want to say the last are one was Persona Four Arena. It's not the it's the, not the dance quest, game, right? The quest dungeon. Maybe it. Maybe it's not a fighting game. I don't. Know. I for some reason I'm gonna look this up right now. But I thought it was Persona. Oh no, I see it. It's Persona Arena. Persona Four Arena. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a traditional fighter with the yeah. Persona characters. Oh, that's dope. They've got that. They've got like Persona Q Dungeon. Mm-hmm. Persona Q, which is like a dungeon crawler when they're all like really cute and it puts all the characters from all the games together so this most recent persona q i think that came out last year for like i think it was on the switch no it was for the 3ds still yeah we're still releasing titles for the 3ds it had persona 3 characters persona 4 characters persona 5 characters they also did because persona 4 dancing game was so successful they released the persona 3 dancing game and the persona 5 dancing game we have persona 5 royal coming out and we have this other persona 5 game that's also coming out that expands on the story it's insane and probably a part of persona onto the switch it just seems like yeah. like the game must be doing well like they oh, keep it's oh, it always them, sells, yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. really fun mm-hmm. if you like yeah. if you like jrpgs it's really really fun yeah i dig it yeah but yeah this one is really if you like seeing jrpgs it, if you really like them I highly recommend Tokyo Sessions. It's a Mirage. lot of fun. Tokyo the Mirage story Sessions. is like bonkers. It's so anime. It's so weebu. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the, the premise is essentially that there are these things called mirages that are taking people's performer energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> making them so sad and depressed. <laughs> and sad and lethargic. Oh, no. uh, so they don't you, do anything. So you have to, uh, you're, you and your team is uh, part of a record uh, or a, an agency that has the, the, the top pop star in Tokyo, um, you know, a part of it, but that's actually a cover up for Mirage Fighters. So they're <laughs> they're trying to level they're trying to get you Idols by what? day, fighters <laughs> by exactly. night. Oh so God. they're trying to get you to find your own voice, uh, your own performance voice to unlock your own performa to fight against the Mirages. And there's no, and what I like about it is that in the game, which I haven't I don't know if like it, you get to choose later, but I know there are characters that, that have this. Um, but there's different types of performa. There's like it there's there's musicians, there's there's actors, there's cooks there's uh, uh, dancers. Like, there's it's all I different like types of performa. I like cooks in there. Me too. I'm about that. It's I an think art. cooking yeah. is an art. It's <laughs> definitely an art. Yeah. And your, and your mirages take form of Fire Emblem characters. If you've ever watched the <laughs> show great. Chef's Table, that's just an argument for food being art. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've, you've seen it. I've, I've, I've watched it. Yeah. Definitely yeah. watched it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's like the whole thing. Is Their performance is so like strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're mixed with... Uh, Byleth, Marth, and Royale. What, the, what are <laughs> so you yeah, doing? <laughs> so if, you're, if you like Fire Emblem, uh, sadly enough, this game was originally for the Wii U. Yes. So it came out a while back. This is just the remaster onto the Switch. So it's not going to feature uh, Fire Emblem char- uh, the Fire Emblem Three Houses characters that you're familiar with. It features, I mean, the main guy's persona Fire Emblem character is Krom. So yeah. <laughs> uh, it features a lot of Awakening characters as along along with a lot of older Fire Emblem characters as well. I think but it they gets do into the stories of like – 
like, because because they, they don't know that where they're from. They're like, I remember my name, but I don't know. And they're like super. <laughs> they're like they're like they don't have eyes. It's like these super like artistic styled ver- like persona styled versions of these characters. They have like these crazy like I'm half person half horse because uh, I'm a I'm a cavalier fighter. Um, and they're like I don't know who I am. What? Who am I? Which we're probably gonna unlock. Like there's probably gonna be some fire emblem twist in it you know what I mean? yeah like oh story. gosh yeah there's i can't wait some i'm excited i'm into it it's really fun yeah. it's really highly or this this uh this remaster is really highly rated across the board oh too. my god and the songs are so catchy yeah so if you like anime you like jrpgs you like fire emblem you like persona definitely gave this game a try on the switch i've had the theme song stuck in my head all weekend Go wash it, die. Dun, 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 dun. It's so uh, good. Naeem oh. has his hand, his head in his hands. But this is about uh, that time where Naeem does that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this also happened on the last episode when Matt and I kept going on about just Fire Emblem Three Houses. It's just the finally timing. I finally it. beat that I, I, game. I thought so. I was done with this type of stuff with Fire you Emblem. You have two big <laughs> JRPG nerds over here. You're never gonna, this side of the table is never going to I, I love JRPG. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so Japanese. Every yeah. time you're saying that, it's oh, like. There's one shot where you meet like the old woman character like the older woman character and literally like they come up and the shot is of her jiggling uh tatas and That's i'm so just cliche like, unfortunately but i know yeah. i'm like yeah. i'm like well yeah. every all right. yeah. <laughs> every new jrpg feels like it's a caricature of itself mm. oh totally yeah like, I, d- I, I, like, I can't believe i described that plot of the game <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> performas yeah. performas highly recommend it though uh, all the DLC that was from the Wii U was included in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's the grinding area that you can just like grind and stuff like that. I like it. It's a nice little training ground. And there is a Persona 5 outfit for the main character. And there is a Fire Emblem Three Houses Annette outfit yeah. for one of the other female characters. Yeah. So they have some stuff in there, but it's not like a big feature. Let us know if you've been playing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I did want to say I uh, one game that I played for work and I beat it for work. And that oh. is the Lion King Genesis slash SNES game. Oh, yeah. How did that go? <laughs> Dude, that game is so hard. Still hard, yeah. It's still yeah, hard. Yeah. And, like, like, <laughs> like <laughs> I just needed to get the capture of it. And I, I finally beat it today. And that game is, like, how are kids supposed to beat that? Yeah. Like, every game I've thought to myself, I'm an adult. Now I could beat it. Yeah. I go back and it's harder. Yeah, I don't. I'm like, I got worse actually. Yeah, dude, I <laughs> I got to because in the, uh, you could get to six. I got to six levels. I got through six without dying. Mm. Then I died. And I was like, well, we just got to capture it. So then I started at level seven. But then I went from level seven to nine, and then I died. And then I went to the, and then I did level nine, then ten together. So I, I, I did like three batches. I couldn't do it one take, but yeah. I, but we got we got the capture, and I still technically beat it. I think just getting over the hump of what's the level with the giraffes is that that's the second, the second level? That, dude, if you get over the if you Bro, get over that, and then the the, uh, the <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like you, you don't even know if you, no, you don't know what I've been through. No, no. <laughs> if, if you get through the second, third, and fourth, which is the jungle, I believe, where you get it, it gets easier after. To me, it get to get it got easier. Yeah, the be prepared part. That's with the that lava a, dripping everywhere. Oh yeah, that's easy. Like, that's easy. That's easier than the jungle. I mean, the jungle's easy. I had trouble with the jungle. The hy- <laughs> when I got to the later, when when Simba's adult, where you had to go through the hyena maze, and I, I actually and I, you take a wrong <laughs> turn, you have to yeah, go back to the yes, beginning and yes, fight the hyenas that you yeah, already yeah, killed. Yeah, yeah. The last time I, I had, had no trouble with that, actually, for some reason. So <laughs> the last time I had a conversation like this was after Sekiro came out. We yeah. about the bosses. Yeah. <laughs> S- similar. Yes. Yes. Oh man, guys, that's what we've been playing this week. Uh, let us know what you've been playing. We love hearing from you guys. So um, do you remember? Do you remember the game Kid Chameleon? I don't. Oh my god! Amazing Sega Genesis game. Highly recommend it. 
it's like so it's it's so like a product of its time because the story of the game is you're a kid and you go into this VR arcade machine and you get locked inside because it's evil and the only way (laughs) to get out is to beat the game and like kill like the evil arcade machine and it there's this one level it's like level 16 and I tried to play it as an adult and beat it just on an emulator and I got stuck on the same exact level I would always get stuck on as a kid where it's like you have this like wall of spikes chasing you through the level and oh man yeah. that sucks but the the so the gimmick level. of the game is like you're so you're just a normal kid and like their version of like getting a mushroom in Mario is like you find these masks and the masks will all give you different powers that you have to use to beat the game but there's like there's got to be like 25 of them or something, like 25 oh, different power-ups you can get. One of them is like a Jason mask, and you turn into Jason, and you just like throw axes at people. And there's like <laughs> there's like a knight mask, and like you turn into a knight, and you like ram stuff with your head. It's that really sounds cool. great. That yeah. really, sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. Dang. Highly recommend if, you, if you're getting into Genesis games. <laughs> yeah. Well, dang, guys. Well, let's get into our news for this week, y'all. Let's uh, dive right into our Smash Direct that was released last week. We gave our predictions. We thought it was going to be Dante from Devil May Cry. It wasn't. In fact, the Dante. That was my fault. Well, the Dante. (laughs) (laughs) I misled you. Well, the Dante announcement was actually just uh, Devil May Cry 3. Like, this nice remaster is coming. That's right. To the Switch. Uh, To the Switch. Exactly. But we did it. Sakurai came out and announced uh, at the Super Smash Bros. Direct that the new character will be Byleth from. Fire Emblem Yay. Three Houses. Boo! <laughs> yes, and out out the gate, I can understand the ha- <laughs> hatred. What? For Another it. Swordmaster? <laughs> Another Swordmaster? Oh, is that Sothis? Yeah. yeah. Just, just. But that that they said that in the they addressed that in the trailer for the character. They're just like, no, he's not gonna have just swords. Yeah. 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 They're gonna give him uh the axe, the got, spear, and the bow. Do mm-hmm. you guys know what those weapons are made out of? Do you know what those weapons are made of? I can't tell you. Disappointment. <laughs> no. Um, well, I can't say. It's a spoiler for Fire Emblem. But look, I, I understand how people are upset by it. I, I am okay with it because I, I played Fire Emblem, but I was expecting I do I was expecting something else. I think it's okay, okay. If I'm being fair, I have no connection to any Fire Emblem character because I've never played a Fire Emblem game. But they just. If they even looked a little different, yeah, I would be like, cool. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, he's different. He doesn't use the sword. He uses all these other weapons. And I'm like, he just looks. If you line him up next to Marth, except for the armor, they look the exact <laughs> same. Yeah, and Krom. They look the exact same. And Lucina, except mm-hmm. the hair's long. Yeah. They look the exact same. The yeah. only uh, Robin, to me, is the only cool Fire Emblem character. Yeah. I'm excited because I've never really mastered. I think the last Fire Emblem character I played as was... Uh, Ike mm-hmm. back in the day and so I really haven't touched a Fire Emblem character I haven't mastered one in a while and so for me I'm like oh I know what this character is because I think they're definitely going to do the Sword of the Creator which is like a whip sword so it's got that's distance what they, to yeah. it yeah, which mm-hmm. is a really cool weapon in the game so I'm really ex- I'm excited because I'm like oh cool this will get me into mastering a Fire Emblem character or sword fighter yeah. <laughs> a cannon smash but I, I definitely understand why people are frustrated because it's like come on just give us someone give us someone exciting and new it's, and to me it's the equivalent of like in Dragon Ball Fighters there's so many interesting characters in the universe mm-hmm. and then they just keep adding various editions Goku. of Goku <laughs> <laughs> and, then, like, and then they like they just add like copies of other characters in the game and like to me it's like 
there's so many interesting Nintendo characters that could be added into Smash, and then they just yeah. did, like, un- it's, like, the safest thing ever. Like, oh, people like Fire Emblem, let's do another Fire Emblem. And even character. when they were announcing Fire Pack 1, that it would, they'd say it would be games that weren't represented. It would be, like, showing up. So I totally mm-hmm. understand the outrage. But uh, I think Nintendo also kind of backed themselves in the corner. I was listening to IGN's podcast, the uh, mm-hmm. Nintendo Voice Chat, and mm-hmm. they were talking about how, like, you know, uh, like, when... When Melee came out, they brought in these characters like Marth and Roy, and Roy's like a Roy's basically a shadow fighter of Marth, and they did that like you know for we didn't have Fire Emblem here, so we didn't really know what that was. Uh, then they brought in Ike, right, and mm-hmm. like Ike started to you know started people started to understand who Ike was, but it wasn't until like Awakening where they brought in um, Chrom, Chrom and, and stuff like that. Where yeah. oh now there is an American audience for that, so like these are the characters that people are going to identify with. But because we're going to bring all these characters from the past, we have to bring these characters that we already made into the game. So it just feels like this they got kind of stuck yeah and and three houses is i think probably the most successful i the most popular like fire emblem game so to me like it, it makes sense but it's just like it, i totally agree that it's just it's i think like to me too is like i've actually like looked at fire emblem and it looks like a game i'd enjoy it's just specifically that they all look so similar yeah that's it that's it i get it man i get it but with this DLC pack, there's also going to be including a new level, uh, which is the Garrick Mock Mo- uh, Monastery, which is the school that you uh, attend and teach at. <laughs> your church. Oh, God. Um, it's going to change, and there's going to be characters from the game in the background. My wife and Emily's husband are, yes. are in the background. <laughs> Said it so casually. Is that weird? <laughs> you know, they probably some bit. people uh, are like, "Oh, Ma- so. Matt's married." Oh, no, no, Emily's no, no, married. No, no. That, I guess it does sound weird. <laughs> Hearing Emily's husband was like, "Oh, I was like, oh." It's just so casually. In the game, in the game, Fire Emblem. I'm just, I was Hilda, saying, Hilda, and Claude. Yeah. the two characters that we both like respectively ah. will be featured. <laughs> I was confused. I was confused too. I was legitimately confused. Go out and say people are your wife and my husband. It was the game. Anyways, that's good point uh <laughs> well you get it um so anyways they're in the game uh, along with lawrence just a bunch of characters and a bunch of characters <laughs> um and there's three different areas you can fight in there's the mo- there's the sanctuary there's mm-hmm. the food hall and then the the front where the, the guard gates the uh, real the important fit. question though is is it going to be tournament legal that's the real question i don't oh, know that's, that's a good, good question, question. Mm. Greetings, mm-hmm. Professor. Sorry. What's also really fun, too, is that um, their color, the color options for these characters mm-hmm. uh, will reflect the three main, will in part reflect the three main characters mm. from the game. Yeah. So you'll have, like, you have Edelgard's look, basically skin on top of Byleth. You have uh, Dimitri's kind of color scheme on top of Byleth, and you have Claude's Claude, color your scheme. Husband. I mean, my, my husband. husband. <laughs> Tell that to Adam, my husband, <laughs> uh, <laughs> on top of Violet. <laughs> um, so that's going to be a really cool feature, plus with, all the, with the new music. Um, and that's basically it for Violet. They showed the moveset. Uh, they also announced the new D- that, that they're going to have a new DLC pack. Uh, instead, of, They were only going to do five characters, but they decided to do six characters in this final DLC pack. Um, and if you pre-order that at the end of the month when it comes out, if you buy it as a bundle, you will get, um, you will get the Me the Mii fighter skins. Uh, which includes a Cuphead skin for me Gunner, yeah. which, is, which literally is just Cuphead. Which yeah. is cool, but except but add Cuphead to the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, yeah. they should have did yeah. that. Same, yeah. with, same with Sans. Yeah. Add, add Sans oh, to the so game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, which leads me to my next question. Um, because there are six characters announced, I want to know what you guys, what is your lineup that you would want who's as going, the six fighters? Who's going All right. first? Who's All right. Who wants to break this ice? I'll, I'll I mean, go first. Okay. Oh. All right, all right. So mine's is like, Kind of, some of you won't expect. Some of you probably would. Okay. okay. I'm just going to go down the line. Hit us. Dixie Kong, because there's lack oh, yeah. of I like women. 
Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, Use the hair. Yeah. Madeline from Celeste. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. 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 Uh, Waluigi, because... He, he, I think he'll be the sixth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has to be. If they don't add him, yeah. it's just like such an F you. Yeah. yeah. It's Sakurai, Sakurai is the troll himself. Yeah. So I, think I mean, yeah. he made... The in the Violet <laughs> announcement, it was like he's making fun of people who are going to be making fun of Smash. Yeah. 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 Uh, Knuckles. I don't know if Knuckles oh, are... Oh, Knuckles would be good. Yeah. Knuckles would be a good one. Toad, which would be interesting. Oh, Captain Toad. Yeah, Captain Toad. Uh, and this is uh, one from left field, but I can see it happening because it was originally, the first game was originally on su- uh, Nintendo s- or Super Nintendo. Ryu Hayabusa from Ooh. Ninja Gaiden. Oh. Yeah. That would be sick, actually. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. W- that would be a pretty cool one. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. That's a good choice. <laughs> I would be happy if that was the selection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's uh, next? I'll go next. Um, mine are a little weird. So <laughs> let me let me just preface this by saying that I was one of the few people in the world that enjoyed PlayStation All-Stars. Oh, I love PlayStation oh, All-Stars. We I talked about it. We talked about PlayStation <laughs> All-Stars. How great it is. PlayStation All-Stars is amazing. I, like, I think if they had just used the percent system, everyone would have been like, this game's amazing. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't – they totally could have. Yeah. yeah. Like, it doesn't need to be different. Yeah. Right. Like, it could just be the genre. Yeah. You know? So – I so all right. I'm just gonna go down my list. So Do I it. got Waluigi out of the way. Mm-hmm. That was the first one. Parappa the Rappa. Yes. yes. Because obviously, uh, Sweet Tooth. He's, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. First oh of yeah. All, from uh, first all Twisted Metal. <laughs> <laughs> Twisted Metal. I want like Sweet Tooth is so like violent and disturbing <laughs> that it it would like there's no character like that in Smash Bros. That's like scary like that. Yeah. Um. This one's a, you know, I don't know how people feel about it, but Zero. Um, like oh, Mega yeah. Man. Oh, Mega Man. Mega yeah, Man yeah, Zero. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, they added a couple fighting game characters, so I threw one in. Uh, M. Bison, I think would be cool. Oh, that would be, be fun. pretty cool. And then I wanted to add, like, a very Nintendo one, so I just said the Hammer Bro. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. <laughs> yeah. I, think that'd be, that's a, I would love that, dude. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they added piranha plant and piranha plant so cool and like they they got to like give the piranha plant like a lot of character and like developing his move set and stuff. Mm. So I'd want to see what they did with like a hammer bro, whose normal move is just throwing a hammer. That's awesome. Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, who wants to go next? M-, M, do you want to? Go- <laughs> Are you racing? Who wants to go next? As, as seriously writing this list. I guess I'll go next. Um, so I have like, yeah, I'm kind of, mine are kind of all over the place. Uh, I think it'd be really cool to see the champions of Hyrule in a Pokemon oh trainer's God. form. Yeah. That's it. In which you can oh, trade out yeah. different, their different abilities. Cool. And then their final smash would be the four, like the four beasts being summoned and shooting mm. lasers onto the, shooting like the beams onto the field. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that'd be really cool. Cause I really like the style of Pokemon trainer. Mm-hmm. We don't really have a lot of that. We don't have a lot of switching in and outs. Yeah. And I think that is such a cool fighting system that we should keep developing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, That's sick. Um, I love the LucasArts games. I think it'd be really fun to see LucasArts games in Smash, uh, specifically Manny Calavera from Grin Fandango. I just think he's got a really – he'd just be fun to throw in there. Why not? Let's do it. He's got a cool. great remaster on the Switch. I, th- I, I was, like, thinking so many different things when you said LucasArts. I was like, is she going to suggest Indiana Jones? Yeah. I was, oh, was going to say a Jedi. Or, or <laughs> Secret of Monkey Island. Monkey D- or oh, not yeah. Monkey D. Luffy. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I'm a guy 3 Brush. Guy 3 Brush from Secret of Monkey Island. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I also think, uh, I don't know, I think he's in Capcom versus... Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom? No. Or Capcom SNK. Maybe Professor Layton. Oh, that'd be Professor great. Layton is yeah. in. I think he's in uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. And you, or, um, or is it just Phoenix Wright? That's and Phoenix maybe I'm Wright. Just like, it's yeah. Phoenix, Phoenix Wright. Wright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, for some reason, I thought maybe I saw like an edit where they put Professor Layton in the game. <laughs> I don't think he was in Marvel vs. Capcom. No, he definitely. I thought was. he was yeah. in some Capcom game, some Capcom fighting game. Weirdly, well, you could do that as a skin though for Professor Layton and like his his uh, granddaughter. Yeah. Who's the other Professor? Lady Layton. Layton. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be really fun to have him in the game. Just like let's—we've already thrown in some really wild characters mm. into Smash. Let's keep going. I like yeah. creating new, like Banjo Kazooie. I love the idea. I'm sure Sakurai appreciates a challenge. How am I going to take this old character's uh, skill set and transform it into Smash? Yeah. I say, yeah. How do we take Professor Layton and make him into a <laughs> fighter? Let's do it. Um, this is really funny. Just thinking about Animal Crossing and the Villager. I think it'd be great to have the Harvest <coughs> Moon character uh, be a fighter in nice. Smash. Yeah. Harvest Moon is a really well-known Nintendo and not Sune series. And I think, yeah, the Harvest Moon character would have a similar fight style mm -hmm. to the Villager, in which it'd be like various farm items you can throw, or you can use like hoes or shovels or watering cans. You name it. Uh, Jill Valentine, of course. I think Jill Valentine would be, yeah. would be yeah, amazing. That would be really cool. I really hope they add her. Um, and then who else did I think? Oh, yeah. I really like the idea of... Uh, Rouge the Bat. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, is that yeah. for Sonic? She's Sonic. Sonic. Yeah. No. I'd say Rouge the Bat or maybe Amy. Yeah. So yeah. I like those Sonic characters. It's yeah. When he said Knuckles, to my in my head, I was thinking to myself, like, you know what would be cool is Dr. Robotnik. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. another one. I think we need another heavy. Yeah. You know? Or Linkle. And I you'd like have, like, Linkle little too. machines you could do, almost like uh, like Bowser Jr. I, I yeah. Totally, yeah, that'd yeah. Be sick. That'd I like be super that. Sick. That's awesome. That's a, these are good picks, I'd guys. I'd say, yeah, Linkle or Pyra, too. Either of those. Yeah. We messed up your list. Shadow, but he just pulls no, out I a got, block I got, because I got for some okay. reason that he character just has, has a guns. gun. <laughs> he just has all these. I, did anyone else here play the Shadow the Hedgehog GameCube game? I, did. I didn't. The one he shoots, he shoots with guns? guns he, yeah, he has guns. a gun. <laughs> yeah. That game has so many different endings. It's terrifying. Really? Oh, it's got like over 20 different paths you can take. It's the most wild thing ever. I was at Sega <laughs> one time and like the HQ. And they just had this statue in the office, and it was just shadow with a friggin' like block or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want that in my house. I need this gun wielding hedgehog. Please. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy because I love shadow. Like such a weird Battle thing Adventure to add to his man. character. Like, Gosh, I please, so please give us a remaster of Sonic Adventure Battle Two on yeah. the Switch. Oh, I, all oh, I, want. I just yeah. want, I want like a shadow game, but it's, it's like an hedgehog. inner city crime drama, and he's like, he's like a hardened detective, and he's just for some reason a hedgehog with a pistol. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be dope. Mm -hmm. Well, um, Shadow's not on my list. <laughs> <laughs> but I did uh, pick, because of uh, we've seen you know his games come to our console, I think Crash would be a, make a logical oh, choice. Oh, hell yeah. 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 That makes a lot of um, sense. That'd be great. We have a really unique fight set to, you know, that that would be a, a really cool kick brawler, I would say. Um, Waluigi was, I think it's my sixth one. Mm -hmm. um, Hollow Knight. Um, that'd I be think cool. Would be, I, I would, that's, my, my, that's my favorite indie of the decade. So I would freak out. Um, I, I kind of put a tie here. It's either going to go one way, but I definitely think I'm Resident Evil character. So I agree that it's either going to be Jill slash Leon, or you can like change the skin, but the same move set, or bring in a heavy like Nemesis. Nemesis, Nemesis. Nemesis would be great. Yeah, that'd be yeah. so cool. Because there's yeah. not enough heavies. I think that. Yeah, be and we're, we're bringing in some baddies too with Ridley. And yeah, yeah. DK rule. I want to see Mario get Mario messed up by, by Nemesis. By Nemesis. <laughs> 
That's yeah. my uh, fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I have Paper Mario. I think Paper Mario would have a really cool move set, um, like a more a faster version of Game and Rock Watch. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? Um, and and at least he would be much different, unlike Doctor Mario, who's yeah. the exact same <laughs> character, basically. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Full of pills. And then I, I, I put Sora at first, but I don't <laughs> think it's gonna happen. So I scratched that out, and I think it's actually gonna be Ring Fit Hero. Okay. okay. The oh, hero arms. From I would almost yeah. say an arms character, but I feel like arms didn't take off well. No, enough. arms well. character would be awesome. It they would be awesome. It'd be cool. Yeah. It would. I think it'd be similar weapon style too. If we're gonna do bilis chain sword, arms is still that kind of yeah. Time, Dude, Simon, it's that chain like attack. And and that might they, be. The, go ahead. That might be like the the uh, man. Like if they did bring it in, they would. I would say I would double double down that they're making a sequel to arms because. Smash has kind of been used as like a platform to get people to like buy these games. So I would say like if they brought Springman into it, um, or Ribbon Girl, mm-hmm. like or both, because they kind of have the same moveset too. Um, that would be, I think, we'd see a spike in arm sales. More arms. I think. I would want to do the heavy arms guy, the one who's like his throws are stronger. You know, yeah, like, yeah. like Frankenstein-ish dude. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, that's like the one thing that I think, like, because every character in the game is universally like has a throw mm-hmm. like it would be cool to have a character in the game that was like a grappler that's main mm-hmm. thing was throwing mm-hmm. yeah yeah that'd be sick mm-hmm. well those are our picks let us know what your guys picks are um this has got me really pumped up for like the announcement like give me more of those <laughs> it's like four of them are fire emblem <laughs> characters <laughs> oh my gosh well that was i saw everybody's joke like lineups and it was just like all these fire emblem it just was the same fire emblem characters yeah <laughs> oh my god i love that uh but guys um you know hopefully for that we won't have to wait too long uh hopefully it doesn't get delayed like several games this year holy cow uh, this is a new one that came out today dying light thing. 2 uh, which is from uh, the publisher Techland, uh, got delayed indefinitely, which is uh, like a post-apocalyptic zombie uh, survival kind of game. That's the parkour one, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that game for me was was my favorite game I saw at E3 in, the, in one of like the uh, media rooms. Um, and I, like the demo they showed was just so incredible and how fast and every decision you make doing this parkour stuff like Mirror's Edge like affected where you were. It's, it's just, it looks so cool. Like, Dying, Dying Light itself is this game. I don't know. Like, did you play the first one I at didn't. all? I so, like, Underrated. the way the the way the game works, yeah, yeah, yeah like it's evil. a first person yeah. parkour, like almost like mirror edgy type experience yeah. where like you have to like go out on these like scavenging missions and stuff in these infected areas, and it's like pretty intense and you're playing and you're doing these missions and then it forces you to do a mission at night and like the whole lore of these zombies is that they go insane at night like yeah. they're normal yeah. zombies during the day but during the night they're like as fast as you yep. and they're super aggro yeah. and so it's like it gets <laughs> so intense like the yeah. dying light is a really cool game so the second one is something i was really hopeful for like you know seeing this year yeah well i i had a speculation that maybe like i mean yeah they have to clean it up but maybe they're cleaning it up to push it for like next gen consoles yeah. mm-hmm. i think i think that's why we're seeing so many delays yeah. i think in the past in the past month alone seven of the triple a games of this year have been announced with delays we are 3 weeks into 2020 and we've already had seven of t- this year's biggest releases announced with delays and i think it definitely yeah i would love to go back in time and n- 
figure out like was were there this many delays back right before the PS4 mm. and the Xbox uh, One launched? Because well, I'm it totally makes sense because if you look at all these different games as like Wikipedia pages and press pages, they list not only do they have PS4 versions in development, they also have PS5, they also have the uh-huh. Xbox One X or Series X and stuff. I'm I'm just. Like for the cyberpunk one would be very confusing to me then because they said September correct yeah so like to me that's I I I just predicted that the consoles would be holiday season like it wouldn't yep. be that early yeah so it's weird if they're pushing into September and the reason is the development for the PS5 and and the Xbox Series X or whatever like. It's weird that they would pick that date. Like, why not just push it to when the console's releasing? Well, the, remember when PS4 launched, Grand Theft Auto V came out right before mm-hmm. they launched. So, I, I considering the PS5 is supposed to be backwards compatible, they That's don't true. really have to worry about uh, having games for that console because you could just play the previous co- generation and just mm-hmm. put it on a new console. So, it's probably a smart move for them. I'm sure so. it's also, too, you want to release your games also, not just from a push, but also later in the year to be closer to those consoles. So that way, when those when those people are buying those new consoles and wanting to play on them, it's like, oh, yes, you want to play my game because yeah. you're thinking about it. Yeah. But there was, a, there was an interesting article that also came out on Kotaku earlier this week that basically uh, talks about the idea of how game delays actually cause more crunch than alleviating them. Yeah, which is a bit of a bummer because we all—if you're not in the gaming industry—you think you hear cr- you hear like a game is delayed, and you think, "Oh, more time equals they have more time. Their team has more time. This will allow them to to do it to work and not feel that crunch." Where in fact, it actually means that like, "Oh no, crunch is yeah. crunch is inevitable." So I didn't read the article. Can you explain why that is, or do you know why that is? I know that they basically they interviewed CD Projekt Red okay. and said, "Hey, so." Does this mean you push the game? Does that mean that you're gonna uh, that you're just gonna your workers are not gonna be crunched? They basically said like, oh no, they're still going to be crunch. But because CD Projekt Red is in Poland, they also have like overtime laws mm-hmm. that they have to adhere to regardless of if they're in the games industry. So these these developers are still getting paid overtime, mm-hmm. which is something to be said like with some companies here that right. still don't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so they were they were talking like that, and they said we also have Rockstar <laughs> alums on our team who basically look at our crunch and say that's nothing compared to like what yeah. we had to do. So it basically was kind of discussing this whole idea of just because something means it's delayed doesn't always mean that yeah they're buying more time it's yeah. more just like that it was so impossible to begin with yeah that this yeah. is just like this is like okay this is our deadline now we've mm-hmm. already pushed it once because i feel like as soon as you keep pushing a game <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3, um people oh. start to be kind of more and more like all right okay mm. when is this happening yeah. when is this coming out that I dlc comes out friday <laughs> yes it does I'm I'm back in the day though like waiting like 10 years for a game you know yeah man <laughs> like y- you'd hear an announcement and then you'd hear nothing for like five years and then finally they would they would be like okay here's the update we're releasing it five years from now and you'd be <laughs> like what what the like i remember team fortress 2 i feel like was announced when in like 2000 or something like that and it just like didn't come out for years and years and years um so it's I don't want to say people are entitled now, but like the industry has definitely sped up so much that it's so hard on developers these days to like keep making these games so quickly. Yeah, man. Well, it's like so sad. That's why one of my favorite game companies, Irrational Games, ultimately Ken Levine had to close its doors because he mm-hmm. said, "Look, we can't do stuff like Activision or these other game companies. We cannot turn out AAA games every year. Mm-hmm. That's not how 
we as storytellers, that's like, that's not how we do things. So, because we can't keep up with that and this industry is so competitive and so like, so expensive, we have to close our doors as a, as a gaming company because. I think that's why we've seen like a rise of indie games because like those are the people that are just doing it themselves anyway. And, and like taking the time to like, like really put their love into the story. Mm. Um, one of the games I'm sure we're all going to be talking about a little later on as far as like anticipated stuff is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Like Ori mm-hmm. and the Blind Forest was such a like beacon of light in the gaming world when it came out, I felt like, because it was so different. And and like to me, those are like the, the big success stories in like modern gaming is those like games that just like come from like pure love of like wanting to tell a story. Yeah. Yeah. Undertale. Toby yeah. Fox. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we're going to have some time to wait for these games. Uh-huh. But in the meantime, we have a lot to look forward to, which brings us to our, our main topic of tonight, which is our most anticipated games of 2019. Uh, we've all came up with three games that we are looking forward to each. Um, and let's just go ahead and dive on into this. Who would like to start this off? Well, you went last last time, so I feel like you have to start. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah it's I'm like down. draft rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Last is not that bad, you know? Um, yeah, so I there are some games that like you guys are going to talk about that I'm really looking forward to. So I wanted to pick something, um, you know, that that are more indies that I was like really excited. One of them is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um, that is that game comes out in March, um, and it's that game. It's coming out for Xbox and PC first. We are not getting that for Switch. Uh, I love I love Ori on the Switch though. I thought it was like a beautiful, beautiful. Um, I played perfectly on the switch um but i will be playing that the moment it comes out for xbox and i like if you guys ever did you guys beat ori did you beat i've it? never yeah. played no, it no i played it a little bit but i haven't beat it oh, yeah. it's so it's good, so good. You have like, to beat it. the ending's really beautiful and 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 touching and, mm-hmm. the, and the, just like it, it opened up a, um the possibility for like the sequel and and we saw in the e3 trailer that you actually it's like a little bit of a Working a little more with this uh, other character, mm-hmm. which I'm oh, really I've seen excited the trailer. about. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm like really excited to see like that mecha- that mechanic and stuff like that, and just to see what else they do and like the new soundtrack and score. I think like the art of that game is so beautiful. Like it's like the colors and like everything, like the animation and I like the game is just objectively gorgeous despite like how you feel about the gameplay or anything else like the actual just art of it is so cool yeah and in terms of platforming and uh, like metroidvania is like it's a solid one it is challenging and rewarding and if you just keep on trying you will triumph which i love so um, that's a good gaming message yeah exactly yeah that's why i like celeste (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one I'm looking forward to is uh, a Silk Song, which doesn't have mm-hmm. a release date yet. I'm speculating it's going to come out in 2020, but there's a chance it might not. Um, but that is the direct sequel to Hollow Knight from Team Cherry, and you play as um, uh, Silk. Uh, what, what's her name? It's the it's the female character you run into in Hollow Knight. Um, who's blaming on blanking? Is it what Silk Spinner? Or no, is that this the name of her sword? I think that's the name of her sword. I forgot her name, which I, I should. You played E3? Yeah. Yeah. Because the ESA let me do it. <laughs> um, and her moveset's different, it's, uh, which I really, really mm-hmm. dig. She seems faster um, than our, our protagonist in the first one. And I'm just ready for a sequel to that game. I love Hollow Knight so much. And if you guys have you guys got a chance to play that one? I never played Hollow oh, Knight. Oh, it's hard. Oh, no. Hollow, yes, it's Hollow Knight. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's a good platformer. And it's a very sad story. <laughs> yeah. But it's so, so good. Uh, and I'm just 
eagerly anticipating this one. So if that when, one, whenever I hear list, I think you'd like it, it just makes me think of Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad problem. Oh, also, I mean, he's a great Full anime. Metal Alchemist yeah. would be great in Smash. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Which one, Ed or? Uh, I think, think it would be both. I think it would be fun if you could do. I mean, it'd be fun. I feel like it'd Alphine. be maybe both. Yeah. yeah. Maybe just like kind of like Zelda Sheik or even old Zelda Sheik or maybe even like he's just Al's behind you at all times and there's certain movesets where like Al comes forward. He's like your shield instead yeah. of the bubble. You have like Al as your shield or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Uh, and we come back. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, my last game is I put is Animal Crossing, but I'm actually gonna hand that over to M because. Um, uh, no, you talk about why you're excited about it too. Oh boy, I mean, <laughs> oh! look, y'all. <laughs> you, I, you started. I, I uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt's face lit up so much. <laughs> like you want me to talk about Animal Crossing? Uh, um, I'm just excited for this game. One, you're finally gonna be able to craft. Um, like it's just like I. I can't wait to make my own paths. I can't wait to see what kind of events are going to happen, <laughs> what kind of new events, what kind of old events. Uh, is there going to be an island of beetles I can go catch beetles at uh, and sell this, for a profit? This game it's is such an enigma to me. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never, never played it. I've never played it. Yeah, me And anytime someone explains it to me, it's so, it's so strange. I'm like, I'm like, all right. I'm I'm sitting down. We're having the talk. Tell me what what is it? What is, why is Animal Crossing so good? They're like, it's so great. So the game starts and you're in debt, okay? <laughs> yeah. And you have to pay your debt. But to be fair, there's no interest, and so that's like pretty pretty nice for uh for someone loaning it's out a nice money. Line. It's basically yeah. like yeah. pay your debt at your own pace. Mm. But there's also a lot of other things you can do if you mm. like if you're if you really like fishing, if you're like I really like fishing mini games. Well, you can do that for a while and that's how you can raise a lot of money. You can go look for fossils that will help build out the your museum. museum. So what you're yeah. saying Wait, is like I'll friends. get the same feeling when I play Animal Crossing as when I sign up for a new credit card <laughs> and they tell me no interest for a year. So wait, wait what, 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 why why are you in why are you in debt? By the way, so oh. you you basically like just like get a house and they're yeah. like, uh, you oh, so don't you make a mistake at first. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> As a young homeowner, yeah. you say this is a good investment. That's yeah. great. And then and then your your raccoon overlords say your tanuki overlords say not so fast, my friend. He's like that's gonna cost you a hundred and fifty thousand bells. And then it's like when you pay it off, he's like, oh, good job, you paid it off. You want a bigger house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they lure so you it's back like in. life. They lure yeah, you back yeah. in. Well, it was fun because Animal Crossing, the original GameCube one. Uh, I guess we'll just kind of we'll just we'll, segue we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll just duo this. Yeah, um, man. Original one was just, just like basically like you're gonna make animal friends. You're gonna wanna buy fun furniture for your house. You're gonna wanna plant trees and and like create the uh, just make a cool garden and you'll wanna hunt fish and you can do all these things like get new clothes, get new accessories, and just run around. You can like raise your happy home you academy. Can, you can kick out these other animals if yeah. you don't want them. You can bring other animals like, into your town. Wait, do, you oh, that, this, you, do you not like <laughs> this sheep? Do you not like this sheep? We'll get the sheep out of here. What's wrong with sheep? Well, this one's probably just got like a this one looks like a clown. Mm-hmm. This one looks like a clown. Or it's like, like a that. or it's like selling drugs out of his house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so exactly. What, what happens if you don't buy this house? Does the game end? Like no, you know, uh, no, you you get your house and it's just a shack in the beginning. No, no, I mean when he when you pay off your debt and then he yeah, what if you say I don't want a bigger yeah. house? Yeah, does the game end? You can always go back to him to to get a bigger house, but no. the game doesn't end. I just want to. No, what if you buy say, can you can save you up the money? <laughs> can you save up the money before you get the bigger house? Yeah, yeah, oh, and okay. then you can be like, all right, I'm gonna pay it in full. And he'll be like, he'll give you a special dialogue that's basically like, wow. <laughs> 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 Looks like somebody has a high-end job. <laughs> it's 
like, that's not how this game's supposed to work. <laughs> but New Leaf... Uh, I've got to go back and <laughs> when my record. When New Leaf came along, it yeah. expanded upon the original, and basically you became the mayor of the town. On um, accident. You like got off a train, and you're like, oh, the mayor's here. And you're like, wait, wait what? They, they just <laughs> give that to so anyone? You, not only do you have debt, but you accidentally <laughs> have power. And you, you get like, the, and they have city ordinances you can do. So like, it's like, oh, everyone can only come out late night. They can't come out this early morning. Like so they can they're, they're, they're about to be like me. <laughs> they're about to be like, guys, and you, I, I can't wait to tell you about the best part of the game is where you pay your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then you also got like an island you could go to where you can yeah, find yeah. like exotic fish, exotic bugs, and that's when you could get online with other players yeah. for the first time. And you can set up your 401k. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really exciting. Let me paint, let me paint you Pick a picture. Pick your insurance Oh, my God. Plan. Let me paint you a picture. You know, it's, uh, it's Sunday afternoon. Mm. It's like a nice 77 right, I'm closing out. my eyes. I'm closing my eyes. All right. You, you, you're sitting in your nice red Ikea cushion chair, mm. window open, and you have this tree right next to your window that, like, covers the sun, so you're not getting too much sun, and the the breeze is blowing through the bushes. You have, like, an ice-cold lemonade. Hear, you have mm-hmm. ice-cold lemonade, mm. and you hear kids playing at the Jewish school next to your house, mm. and you're playing Animal Crossing, and you're in doing the fishing tournament. So you're going around on this Sunday trying to catch the biggest, biggest fish, listening to the super chill music that's like. Oh, yeah. The music itself is like, if you like cool anime beats or chill anime beats to study by, oh. the Animal Crossing uh-huh. soundtrack itself, it's like this game is just aside from paying off debt. It's a very relaxing game. <laughs> it's a relaxing game. game. And it's not a game that it's you really like binge. No binge. It's, it's like basically because you get new items in new the store. New items in store. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a daily game, so it goes by daily. your clock. So That's it's not right. like Stardew Valley where the time is sped up and you mm. can go through several days at once. I see, I see. This one is like if you're playing at 8 a.m., it's 8 a.m. in Animal Crossing. If you're playing at noon, it's noon in Animal Crossing. So it's basically a game where it's kind of like almost like taking care of a pet. Oh, I'm going to check in. I'm going to do my, my stuff I need to do for the day. Let's make sure I don't have any weeds in my town. Let's see if there's any new fossils. Let's see what furniture they're selling at the store today because the furniture changes every single day. And if you're trying to build a certain set, you're going to need to check every day to make sure that that furniture is in hearing, stock. Hearing what the game is makes me so happy that they added the villager to Smash Bros. Because <laughs> it's like beat. such an unlikely <laughs> character. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm so like, great. I'm like, put Harvest Moon person in there. Um, so this game will be fun getting to New Horizons now. Now you can have up to four people playing at once. Yep. So it's like it's local multiplayer, too, or it's like just multiplayer in general. You don't have to go to a specific island. Mm. And this one is in following in suit with like uh, Pokemon and Legend of Zelda. These are becoming more kind of crafty games. Oh, yeah. So in this Animal Crossing, you're going to harvest materials and craft things furniture on your own and craft uh, your items on your own as well. Mm. So there's a whole, like, instead of going, instead of arriving in a town that's already built, you are essentially building an entire town based off of your on design. Like adding SimCity to it. This is kind an island. <laughs> Excuse me. Goodness. Yeah. It's like expanding all sorts of horizons. And let me ask you, Matt, New say, say you in your town, everyone has a fruit that you could sell for currency. And you're, if it's a fruit grown in your hometown, you only get 100 bells. But if I go, if you come to visit me, say you have apple fruits. I have oranges. You can fill your inventory with oranges, take it back to your town, plant the oranges to make orange seeds, and now you get triple the income. What would that. be really cool is <laughs> if, like, like, you – put your town in a specific spot in the US. So it's like your town. <laughs> no, 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 like like your town, you can only play your game of Animal Crossing if you are at your house oh in Los God. Angeles. But it's oh, like dang. you come to Hyper 
and they have an Animal Crossing town. And like, if you bring your Switch here, you're in Hypertown. So it's like that's extreme cool. street pass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, so I think that's about any. That's basically about Crossing. it. About Animal Crossing. I really hope they announced today that there are these Animal Crossing controllers from. Oh yeah. Who was it? It was Hori. Or no, it wasn't Hori. It was a. Uh, a level A? Level, level A. Level A release these Animal Crossing controllers. I am crossing my fingers so hard for a limited edition Animal Crossing Switch Lite. I've yet to get a Switch Lite. I would love to get an Animal Crossing version of my Switch Lite. Yeah. So I'm hoping that there is an announcement within the next couple of weeks. I think as soon as we hit February, because this game comes out in March, um, it'll pretty much be like the, the yeah. time where they would probably announce it for pre-orders mm. and whatnot. So yeah. I'm holding my breath. But yeah, that was one of my top yeah. three game choices as well. Would you like to buy a house, Matt? Yes, let so us. Would you like to pay off Tell me, tell me how much. Tell me how much. Well, we'll get there. Fifty we'll bells. Get we oh gosh! Started. Oh, that's so low. That's so low. But that's like, like my starting shack. Five hundred thousand <laughs> bells. Five hundred thousand bells. Jeez. No, I don't want it. <laughs> we almost got them. <laughs> <laughs> don't you want the second floor where you can store more are, furniture? Are you fronting me the five hundred thousand bells? No, yeah. but you can't come work at my shop. Mm. Mm. I'll think about it. <laughs> you can sell your weeds to me, which is a feature in the new game. Um, but anyways, uh, so that was one of the ones on my list. Uh, another game that I'm really looking forward to, also if you read Geek Girl Authority, my list is going to be very similar. It was my top three games from that list as well. Um, Watch Dogs Legion. I really liked the Watch Dogs game. Watch Dogs, when it first came out, I thought it was really, really cool inventive gameplay. The whole, like, my favorite thing to do in that game is just hack security cameras and jump from security camera to security <laughs> camera and disable everything in sight and, yeah. like, take out guards solely by hacking into security <laughs> cameras, which I think is, like, so much fun. That's, like, my – I love doing stealth um, – non-lethal gameplay and mm. that's what i love about the watchdog series that's my enemy um yeah <laughs> the mission the mission in the game where it's like you can't kill anybody you're just like well i'm gonna fail this for a couple hours <laughs> oh i love it give me the challenge. i love stealth missions <laughs> give me like the that. Challenge. uh so i really like the original one i thought the story was kind of wonky uh and then the second one came out and i felt like i liked the characters but just there was nothing compelling about this the story of these kids who were gonna like just be dead sick in san francisco mm. i liked running around san francisco it was really, li like, it just, sometimes the map just didn't really work very well, and just the mm. transportation didn't really, really work very well, and there were so many side missions it kept kind of, <laughs> without having a linear, compelling storyline. So for this one, what really excites me is not only that kind of hacking gameplay that I love, but the idea that any character in the game is your main character. Mm -hmm. You get to recruit, and basically any NPC is recruitable up to a point as long as you have not killed, like, their relatives by dead sec. Dead sec has not killed but, a relative. But <laughs> even if they have, like, a lot of times it's just really hard. And yeah. you could do enough missions to, to get like, them butter to butter them up. Yeah. So, yeah, each character is going to have, like, they're going to fit into, like, three different categories. You, you can outfit them another way, any way you want. You can, like, customize them in any way you want. And you can have, like, the same character be your lead character for as, for as long as you have them alive because as soon as you, they die, you get to play another character. So I really like it. I think it's really, to me, that's really exciting gameplay. Like, oh, I get to control, oh, the NPCs are my main characters. I think that's really cool. Uh -huh. My big question is how do you make a compelling story that's going to invest me as a character? Like, you compare this to, like, The Last of Us Part Two, which is also on my list. Um, that has a very, very strong narrative because you love these characters. You fall, you go on this journey with these characters. You get to know them. How is what is going to be the compelling thing that keeps you playing in Watch Dogs Legion? Is it going to be the NPC element or is it going to be the story element? My guess is they'll approach story the same way they would in an RPG, where it's like they just treat like no matter who you're playing, the story plays out the same way. Yeah. So I think that's and then it's going to be I think like 
your own emotional attachment to the character you're playing as that makes it like more compelling. I actually, so I played a demo of this at E3 and uh, I did ev the thing that everyone wanted to do, which was to make old lady squad <laughs> and just like recruit a bunch of old ladies. And uh, there's a mission where my old lady died. And I'll tell you this, it might be like a little bit of a spoiler, but you don't have to let them die. Yeah, that's So it's right, like yeah. you have an option. It's like you could just lose and go to the hospital or you could choose to go out in a blaze of glory, which of course I did. Um, yeah. So <laughs> like if you're really, 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 which is a little bit of a cop out of me, but if you're really attached to your character, you don't have to like let them die if they lose or get caught or whatever. Mm. Cool. But I'm really excited for that game. I'm a little nervous, though, because we've heard so many games being delayed, and we really haven't heard any big Watch Dogs nudes. I think news, not nudes. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, she's, talking, she's thinking about uh, her history of looking through security cameras. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> and then uh, we haven't heard any Watch Dogs Legion news really since GamesCon. So I'm nervous because we haven't even heard that the game has gone gold yet and it's supposed to come out on March 2nd. Well, mm -hmm. there hasn't been a big, uh, another Ubisoft game coming out since, what, Division 2 last year? Yeah. Well, March, so. March is, is, so I think going gold is like 30 days away, right? Yeah, like so we're, yeah. we're getting close. Getting yeah. close, yeah. I would just, I hopefully the hype train picks up for this game, especially like coming into March. Mm. I feel like if you are a game in March and you are still releasing, I would be like, great, all these games are being pushed to the fall. The spring is our time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let yeah. us dominate the spring. Uh, so I'm really excited for that game. Hopefully it does not get delayed. And then my f my final pick is actually a tie. I mentioned the first one, The Last of Us Part Two. I love The Last of Us, the first game. I love the narrative. Holy cow, the characters, the story, the mocap. It's also great. That gosh darn giraffe moment gets me every time. It's uh, um, it's yeah. one of the few times in a video game that I've like actually cried, like oh, teared up. The first mission, too. Holy oh, cow. Yeah. It's just such a great game. And also, I'm just going to say here, for the record, uh, all the wikis get it wrong. They say that Joel is from Austin. He is. <laughs> but if you look at the sign specifically when he's driving out of town, it says Travis County. And so that is a specific area in Austin. And he has a great Texas accent. But I'm really excited to see us continue as Ellie. I think it's so awesome that we're having Ellie as the lead. I think Joel's a great character. I think he's going to be a great follow-up and kind of partner to Ellie the way Ellie was to Joel in the first game. But, however, like, Joel had a really nice arc. And now we're going to see Ellie's arc mm -hmm. as this person yeah. who essentially her arc gets ignited by the end of that game in which Joel has lied to her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she now we're going to see this kind of woman that she's become by this apocalypse and how Joel will kind of be the Ellie and ultimately, I believe, change her and so will the other people in her life. Yeah. Did you get a chance to meet Troy Baker when he's here? No, I had a regular job oh. and I was at work. I thought it was on a Saturday. Oh, no, it was a it was Friday. A Friday. Friday. Oh. It was a Friday. It was last Friday. And we were launching a Kickstarter that hit uh. one million in 10 hours, so I was very busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish. I think it'd be really cool to talk to him because we're both from Texas. And I would have been like, that's a good Texas accent you got there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for making that game, make me really transport me in that game. Uh, I'm Yeah, but I'm really stoked to see, gosh, the gameplay too. I love that gameplay. I love that kind of limited resources, stealth. How are you going to handle this kind of gameplay? I remember playing the first time and there'd be so many times where I'd be like, I'm going to restart this entire area because I done goofed. I spent like one, I spent one Molotov cocktail in this one area that I didn't want to <laughs> spend. And now I got to reorganize and refigure out how I'm going to do this. Yeah. Um, my other game though that I'm really excited to that's tied with this is Psychonauts 2. I oh, yeah. love the original Psychonauts. And as soon as this game was, well actually it was announced via kind of like crowdfunder. Mm -hmm. uh, and they crowdfunded for Psychonauts 2 to exist. If you haven't played Psychonauts, it's argued, or it's, it's listed as probably the last great 3D platformer of the platforming era. 
and it's been a super long time since it's come out. Last year it was supposed to come out in 2019, but at E3, Double Fine, once they'd been acquired by Microsoft, so now they're a Microsoft exclusive, mm -hmm. but Psychonauts 2 will not be an exclusive. It will be available for all the platforms it was promised to on the, on the crowdfunding Kickstarter. But um, they announced that it was delayed, and so it's been delayed to 2020. We still don't have a release date, which I'm a little bummed about. Hopefully that just means fall 2020. I'm crossing my fingers. But I got to see, I got to go to a press, uh, a press demo for this game as well, where we got to see the first level. And it's so good. Adam was with me, and he was laughing. Like, and that, to me, really, really says something. Someone who doesn't know anything about the game, but is like, oh, my gosh, this game looks really, really fun, and yeah, it's really yeah, entertaining. Yeah. It's got the same comedy from the first one. The platforming is back, and it looks like they're introducing a bunch of new elements, too. That's going to be really fun. Um, if you haven't played the original, you can. It's on Steam. I highly recommend it. It's great. Uh, and, yeah, I really hope we get that game this year. It's it's not like it could be it's not like it's not going to be made it's not like these rumored games where it's like I don't know what's going to happen with it I've seen the first level it's definitely in development I just hope we get a confirmed date soon yeah because it's really really good and I'm excited to yeah. play it nice yep. who I wants to go next you want me to go or no I'll go if you don't want to go I'll go <laughs> <laughs> that's reverse order what yeah yeah it was you were second oh yeah was I second right because you started us off. With uh, Smash? Smash. No. Yeah. No, it might have been. Uh, I, I started off. Right, I'll go then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll keep a reverse order. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start off with Last of Us 2. Um, and, and then I'm going to spin off onto something that's, that's closely tied to it. So, Last of Us 2. Last of Us, the original. I'm not like. If people like know me, like they know that I'm not like a big story gamer. I play a lot of competitive games, and that's kind of my thing. I think it's a weird thing with being the youngest of three boys where I just, like, wanted to be better than them at video games. So I just, like, <laughs> I get drawn to competitive games a lot. Um, but The Last of Us is, like, one of the few single-player games that I've, like, played more than once because I loved it so much. It was just, like, such an incredible game. It's definitely my favorite single-player game of all time. Um, and The Last of Us 2 is something I've been anticipating forever and ever. I will say, like, there's one element that I'm a little worried about. Mm. So part of the reason I love the first game is because it is such a strong, like, directed cinematic experience. And it sounds to me like this one is going to be a little more, like, open world. Like, you kind of pick your missions and stuff. Like, it seemed... I don't know that for a fact. That's just the way it sounded to me when they were talking about how vast the game is. Mm -hmm. To me, that says, like, oh, it's, it's, like, a little less directed and more... Like, I'm sure it's still... I'm hoping... Like, what I'm hoping is, like, when you pick the mission, it's, like, very directed still. Um, but uh, that's, like, the one little thing that I'm worried about. But I trust the team. Uh, I definitely, like, am excited to play that game probably more than any game that's been announced and unannounced this year. Um, the other thing that I'm excited about is the factions multiplayer that oh, they yeah, said that, that they're developing. So, well, they haven't specifically said it's factions multiplayer, but they have said that they're hiring a team specifically to develop a multiplayer game. They're like, don't worry, <laughs> this doesn't have multiplayer, but we are working on this other thing, and everyone's just kind of assuming it's going to be like a standalone factions experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, like, so many people still, like, I've met people that are like, Last of Us is my favorite game, and I'm like, oh, dude, the multiplayer, and they're like, oh, I didn't even know it had multiplayer. I'm like, you didn't know? It was so good. It's really good. The multiplayer for Last of Us is, is one of my favorite multiplayer experiences ever. Yeah. Uh, we talked a little about the show. Anyway, I'm going to move <laughs> before the show. I'm going to move on. Um, so I didn't want to take up my second slot 
and my third slot both with fighting games. So I'm just going to mention two fighting games as one thing. Yeah. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus and Ooh. then uh, Guilty Gear Strive. Both anime fighters. Yeah. Um, they're both really cool looking. Like the artwork is what drive like like draws me to a lot of anime fighting games. Um, and then the gameplay is like it's like a little less. Like if you've uh, a lot of people refer to them as air dashers, but it's like everything is a little less like heavy and grounded, and mm-hmm. so like the combat to me and like those type of fighting games feel more free flowing. I've been uh, like really scared to try Guilty Gear um, in general because it's so complicated, but it seems like much to the chagrin of a lot of Guilty Gear players that they're dumbing it down a little bit for this one. So mm-hmm. it feels like a good entry point for me to like try and jump in. And oh, so you never game. played it before. I've never played Guilty Gear, gotcha. but I've always watched it. Mm-hmm. Like I watched like all the like Guilty Gear tournaments on, that they would have on Twitch and stuff, and I'd be like, "Oh, this game looks so cool! I want to learn." Uh, but there's so many things you have to learn to like begin playing the game. Um, so it feels like it would be like a good point to jump in if you're almost like Street Fighter Five was for Street Fighter. Yeah. Yeah. So I see that. That's something I'm excited for. Um, man. So I'll say this: there's no release date announced. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but my third one I'm going to say is Elden Ring. Um, mm-hmm. That's the new, like, Souls game that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually, so when they originally showed the trailer and they showed the guy, like, hammering the thing, in my head I was like, is this a Lord of the Rings Dark Souls game? <laughs> uh, because I thought it was, like, Celebrimbor and he's, like, making, like, the One Ring or yeah, something. Yeah. That'd be so rad. It would be so cool, <laughs> and it just made me want that. But, like, I don't know. I definitely... Like that, that I Sekiro was like the first game of the Souls games that I ever beat, and it like kind of like sucked me in. Like I really wanted to go back and play like Bloodborne, and <laughs> <laughs> you, have to play, you have to play Bloodborne. I, I played it. So Bloodborne was so. I, here's here's the order okay. I went. <laughs> um, I uh, I like tried Demon Souls and I hated it, and then I didn't play Dark Souls 1. I tried Dark Souls 2. I was like, this game is trash. I don't know why people say it's good. Um, And then I played Bloodborne, and I was like, Bloodborne's incredible. Yes. Um, There was like, there's, it's too long of a story, but I like (laughs) fell out of love with Bloodborne after a little while. (laughs) And then Sekiro came out, and I'm so into like samurai shit, and so like, it was just like, right up my alley. The gameplay was like, way different from other Souls games. Um, but I, I got sucked into that, and then it just made me be like, oh, I need to go back and beat Bloodborne. Yeah. Um, so Elden Ring's up there. And then I want to do honorable mentions. Uh, well, Elden Ring is also being – Guillermo del Toro is also working on that one, right? Or no, is it – no, it's 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 uh, it's Game of Thrones, man. It's um, Peter Dinklage? No, no, no. no, 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 uh, the, no. the direct uh, – the writer. Sorry, George R. R. Martin, yeah. Sorry, yeah. George R. Mm-hmm. Martin yeah. that was the big announce. Like, I remember yes, being like, yes, why yes, is George R. R. Martin slated to be at E3? Oh, oh that's the Elden one. Ring. Yeah, yeah, oh. George R. R. Martin's working yeah. on Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. I was it, – It it's very cool, but I was like – when they first showed him, I was just like, Lord of the Rings Souls game, but no. Um, so close. Honorable mentions. Skull and Bones. Yes. It's been yes. in development forever. Yes. This yes. game is so much fun. I have never played it. It reminds me, though, of a more, uh, a, a more like, serious version of this game I played on Steam called Maelstrom. Have you ever played that game? I've no. heard of it, and I heard people compare it to Skull and Bones. Maelstrom yeah. is really cool. It's a, like a sailing battle royale game, and oh, you can sweet. play as like orcs, dwarves, or one other, or humans. 
uh, and like they each have different kinds of ships and stuff, and you're like, it, it's it's awesome. But Skull and Bones basically just looks like a more serious, in-depth version of that game. It ba- it basically is like, hey, everybody really liked the 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 ship simulator from Assassin's Creed yep, Four. Yep, yep. What if we took that and we made a game out of it? Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's they've actually because the first time they announced it when it was in Super Alpha, it was just like. It's just ships fighting, and you're like, oh, okay. And then they didn't have it last year, but at 2018, the demo was essentially you can go around and you can fight ships, or you can go and land and go look for some treasure, or you can do missions <laughs> where you try and attack a fort. So nice. they're trying, they're definitely building out more into the game. That's besides cool. like mm. just, and you have like ports now, and so it's becoming much more. Skull and Bones feels like, yeah, it's a combination between Maelstrom, uh, Assassin's Creed 4 ship stuff, and. Uh, why am I blanking on it? Sea the of rare, Thieves? The Sea of Thieves here's has wh- those kind of Sea of Thieves elements. If I was developing Skull and Bones, here's what I would do, and it's something that I want from the game but I know won't be in it, uh, is there's a boarding element in the game where you can like latch on to another ship and board them, and uh, similarly in Maelstrom, that's a thing. Um, what I would love, and it would be so cool, is if you're controlling your ship and then you board them, and then all of a sudden you go into a first-person experience where you like have to hop on the other ship and like kill oh, all the people. Oh man, on that's boat. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sick. And like s- maybe if you're the person that initiated the boarding, you'd have some sort of advantage. Like you'd have more AI that were like with you, yeah. something like that. But it's like you could fight your way out of it if you were the one being boarded. Oh heck yeah, that would be sick. I I like I have all these like crazy ideas that I like. Anytime I talk to a developer, I like tell them the idea, and they're just like, "Yeah, that's not possible. I don't know why you would make that." Hey, anything's possible. Dream big, man. You can yeah. make that yeah. game. And then the other honorable mention is Bleeding Edge, Ninja Theory's new multiplayer game. I don't know if you have you guys. Do you know what that is? I don't. Mm-hmm. I've never known. So it's like a weird. I, I'd almost call it a MOBA, but it's third person. It's like more like a. It's more like an action combat MOBA. So it's like. Think even more actiony combat than Smite, um, but in the form of like a MOBA, it's like capturing points and controlling the map and stuff. Um, but Ninja Theory, like, yeah, t- they actually developed my favorite Devil May Cry game, DMC. Um, a lot of people will disagree. I didn't play the most recent one, so I I, I didn't play Devil May Cry Five. Yeah. Um, but DMC, I was like, the combat in this game is so sick, and it's like free flowing, and it's like about being stylish, which is like everything that Devil May Cry is supposed to be about. Yeah. Um, everyone just hated on it because it was different emo Dante. Um, <laughs> Dante. Yeah. But Bleeding Edge, uh, it has like a lot of character. There's like a bunch of different wacky characters, and it's like you're like fighting over control points and stuff. But I I got to play a little bit of it in the beta, and it's fun. So That's I think awesome, it's coming man. out in March. I want to say soon. Yeah. Soon. Mm-hmm. And all these games got delayed, so you can play it. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a great list, man. Nyan, take us home. What are your most anticipated? Um, my first one has to be uh, Resident Evil 3. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I am such a huge res- fan of Resident Evil. Uh, Resident Evil 3 is probably one of, no, it is actually one of three other Resident Evil games I haven't beat. The other one is Code Veronica and Resident Evil 6. Heard Resident Evil 6 was terrible. Do you play, <coughs> play the Leon campaign? It's, like, decent, and then you can probably skip everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm curious to see how they uh, implement Nemesis. I know it'll be somewhat similar to Mr. X if you ever. I know you played too. Oh gosh, I played that exact reveal too, well, and it was awful, yeah. but in a good scary way. Nemesis is like 10 times worse than that from the original Resident Evil because he runs and he's like probably faster than Doesn't you. Doesn't he have like a giant rocket and, launcher? And he has a rocket launcher and yeah. he just constantly just follows you. And <laughs> they had he was so fast that they had to implement a mechanism for you to dodge out the way for, for Nemesis in the original PlayStation game. But uh, 
I am very interested in seeing how uh, they do. do how they with I mean, the way they handled. Yeah. The, I mean, Resident Evil Two was definitely one of the best games oh, of yeah. the year. Yes, oh yeah, yes, definitely. And I like I the year that they showed that off at E3, I was like, this is the game of E3. Hmm. Like they know what they're doing. The people that are in charge of these remakes. Yeah, so hmm. three is gonna be amazing. I already know it's yeah. just gonna be good. Yeah. Uh, my second game would have to be uh, Cyberpunk mm-hmm. and playing mm-hmm. Witcher 3, even though they're like way different in terms of themes and whatnot. Just playing Witcher 3 and just following the story, how, how deep uh, CD Projekt has uh, cared for making a really good story with uh, Geralt and, and The Witcher makes me really excited for what they do with Cyberpunk, making an open-world, futuristic uh, video game. And I... Love sci-fi, futuristic types of games. So it's all in my uh, field of love, I guess. I could say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, definitely Cyberpunk is my second one. Uh, Last of Us 2 was my other one, which you all have said pretty much why, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why I want to play Last of Us 2. I'm, I'm just waiting for that game. It's May, right? I know it got pushed. I think it got pushed May. in May. Yeah. 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 It, was, it was originally our birthday month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was really hoping it would come out for my birthday. But uh, I had to get an honorable mention to Elden Ring. That was my uh, fourth one, uh, honorable mention. Love uh, from software's games, uh, especially with uh, knows yeah. What he's doing. yeah, with Sekiro being like a love child to the Tenchu series that I love playing in the PlayStation era. Uh, I'm curious to see how what they do with Elden Ring. I have no clue. What story would be is JJ? I mean, not JJ. Uh, George. I think it's JJ Abrams. It's a double letter. <laughs> yeah. George R. R. Martin. Seeing what he does with that story, I, I don't know. Like with Souls games, it, with the exception, well, Sekiro, I guess. Every story it seems like in those games is purely built into the environment where it's like you can figure out the story, yeah. mm-hmm. but also if you just care about killing bosses, right. then you can focus on. Yeah. That. So I'm curious to see how they do actual like deep developed story and that the the consumer, the players can follow. And with someone such as George writing that, it'll be really interesting. Is it going to take a long time? Uh, That's my question. Yeah, <laughs> probably. This, this man, he needs to finish two more books. Is I he? legitimately, I legitimately think it's gonna be a 2021. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I yeah. don't, I don't think it's coming out this year. And I'm sure, I'm sure for him too, like, I'm sure writing, like, helping write a video game or being a creative, whatever his position is, creative consultant, narrative director, mm-hmm. who knows. Uh, I'm sure it's also, like, not only refreshing, but I'm sure it's, like, it's a different process for him in regards to, like, writing yeah. his books. I, yeah. don't, I don't know if you'll ever finish the last two in Game of Thrones. You don't <laughs> say that. I, wanna I need those books to, so I can imagine the better ending in my head. I want to I wanna find this quote. It's, like, like when you really like think about the Dark Souls games, like you don't necessarily think story, but like Miyazaki is so like like very serious and directed and like knows exactly what he wants out of design and there's this quote of him like giving feedback to one of his artists and it's like one of the best quotes I've heard in like game development. I'm gonna find it real quick. You guys can talk about something else and then I'm gonna There we go. No, sorry. We just heard a weird. It, it was either a scream or a siren outside or a weird cat. Yeah. Like it sounded, it sounded like, like a weird cat. It sounded like a weird siren at first, but then yeah. it could have been a person. Yeah. It didn't continue. Um, I guess. Uh, okay, so <laughs> this is. <laughs> sorry, that was our good I just found it. I just found it. All right, so uh, this is during the development of Dark Souls, and uh, one of the artists says, "I remember when I was drawing the undead dragon. I submitted a design draft that depicted a dragon swarming with maggots and other gross things." 
Miyazaki handed it back to me saying, this isn't dignified. Don't rely on the gross factor to portray an undead dragon. Here's the best part. Can't you instead try to convey the deep sorrow of a magnificent beast doomed to a slow and possibly endless descent into ruin? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and when you get to the undead dragon, it was in Dark Souls 1 or 2, he's like hanging off like a bridge or whatever. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's like, yeah. to me, that says, to me, that screams like great narrative direction without having to be a narrative heavy game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without, like, you can still, I think there's some people who are like, well, I don't want to have a story driven game, but I think you, there's like, this is a prime example of you can convey story within environment, mm. within character design, within characters. And every boss in Dark Souls, like their movement feels like part of their character. Yeah. Like the yeah. way they attack you is, yeah. is very much like in line with the backstory that is there if you choose to find out what it is. Like have you uh you've played the first one you said, right? I I played like the first boss in the okay. first one. I didn't you really should play the first one. Go back and play the DLC. Uh there's a boss in the DLC, I think his name's Artorius which his movements, he's a really hard boss, <laughs> one. Yeah. But uh, he has a like a really interesting uh, background for his character, which you should, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's really cool how that's why he's like that and is mm-hmm. why he's fighting in that certain manner. But uh, cool. I like the stuff like that. Yeah. Definitely. Well, guys, that's our picks uh, for our most anticipated games of the year. There are several other games coming out that we didn't even touch on, like mm-hmm. uh, Halo, Man Ghost of Tsushima, Avengers. <laughs> Yes. Uh, there's a lot coming out, but let us know what yours are uh, at HitPointsPod on Twitter or RefillYourHitPoints at gmail.com. Um, Matt, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. having me. Such a blast. This is fun. Yeah. yeah, man. I'll come back anytime. Oh, Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. If you want someone that talks way too much about video games, I'm here. No, you're great, Heck man. Yeah. Thanks so much. If you could leave uh, if you could leave our listeners with one piece of uh, gaming advice or a tip to any game, Ooh. what would it be? Is it the Prince of Persia? Yeah, I was, I was just about to say, <laughs> if you're Prince of Persia 1 and you're on the part where you have to fight yourself, don't fight yourself. Just just merge and become one. I love it. Uh, thanks again <laughs> for coming on, man. You guys can find Matt at SoHinky uh, on Pretty much everything, socials. yeah. Um, and once again, I'm Matt Acevedo. I'm Emily Rose Jacobson. I'm Naeem Stewart. And we'll see you next week when we refill, refill our, our hit points. points. I wish I joined in that. <laughs> <laughs>